Hello, and welcome to The Imperfect Matters. Join us on this auditory journey where we discuss a variety of topics affecting society, culture, the universe, ourselves, and other things that are far from perfect. We'll keep things light, share a few laughs along the way, while also making you pause and think. On this episode's Imperfect Matter, we talk personality types and some of the history slash science behind the tests. Which test did you take first? Okay. And what did you think about your results or what results did you get? Okay. Let's start with one of them. Uh, I I took Myers-Briggs first. Myers-Briggs? Yeah. From the 16 personalities website? Yep. Yep. Uh, surprise, surprise. I am an INFP. And what mm. INFP? So that's introverted. Uh-huh. Intuitive. Feeling and perceiving. And what does that mean exactly? Um, well, what is it called? I'm I'm the mediator. That's what that's what they call it, the mediator. And it is a of course a very small subset of the population. Um You're unique. Oh, thank you. You know what? It's sometimes it's really hard to not have that word be like a bad word. The mediator? No, unique. Unique, yeah. You get called that like most of your life and it gets kind of loses its luster. Um okay. Okay. Tell it's like me. being called one in a million. It's like, bitch, oh there's my. seven billion people on the planet. One in a million is kind of an insult now. Right. Well, at least you won't be lonely. Mm. That's true. <laughs> okay, all right. You can tell me if this is true. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, uh it just says like idealistic and empathetic mediators long for deep soulful relationships and they feel called to help others yeah yeah i think i feel like that's true about you you do have this big heart and you want to help other people yeah yeah it's a even if it's not your responsibility you feel like it's Uh, like a you feel like it's like a pressure to like help other people oh my god i okay yes that is very true i just it's hard it's hard because you see so much like from my point of view, <laughs> I, I, you know, I just see so much like injustice or things going like wrong in the world and just so much like of people doing nothing that I feel like I have to at least kind of do it something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But what, that put you in a tricky situation too, where you always yeah. feel like it's your responsibility. Yeah. I mean, I can, I can tell, I went to therapy for a while. Uh, the whole I need to save everyone thing is a hard lesson to unlearn or at least learn like you can only save a certain amount of people. And even then, it's only those who want to be. Exactly. Yeah. My favorite saying is like, you can't help others until you help yourself. Oh, yeah. And I need a lot of help. <laughs> <laughs> what, wait, what about yours? Okay, wait, do you want to finish yours okay. though? Finish mine. No, no, no. I want to I want to I, okay. I want to I want to take a, a stab at it cuz I didn't I I confess I didn't read yours. <gasps> I didn't. Bitch. I didn't. I know. All right, but like what I know about you, you're super extroverted. And, the, and by that I mean like mostly extroverted. I feel like you're kind of like me, like it's probably like 55% extroverted maybe. Close. Close? Was I really actually close? Close. Okay, okay, so I will tell you what I am. Okay. My From the 16 personalities test that I did, Myers slash Myers-Briggs, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it, I got the ENFJ, which is the protagonist, they call it. And that's extroverted, intuitive, 
feeling, and judging. So I was very close on two of those. Okay. So for my extroverted, I got 64%. Okay. And for my feeling versus thinking, I believe, mm-hmm. I was at like almost almost 50-50. It was like 49. Really? 49. 51% and 49. Really? So yeah, so I was very close on the feeling and and thinking. Whoa. So, so you, that's that's interesting cuz okay. So, so I kind of like this kind of episode because it lets like the people who are listening get to know us. Us a little yeah. bit more, but also in a way it helps us get to know each other better because yeah. It's all it's not just us reading our own personalities and being like, "Yeah, that's true" or "I feel attacked." It's also kind of like a outsider looking in perspective yeah. on, on your assessment. We could get to talk about it. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I kind of agree with that or disagree with that. You yeah. Know? So second pair of eyes. Yeah. So do you so, want to hear what the ENFJ is? Yeah. So okay. tell me more about this protagonist. I feel so jealous. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be a protagonist. <laughs> <laughs> so when I read it, I kind of felt it was true uh-huh. and i also read it to jared and he was like yeah this is you through and through but i want oh, you to okay i want you to tell me if you feel like this is me okay okay so right. it says protagonists tend to be vocal about their values including yep. often let me finish first <laughs> what it, god it, i got it was... through the first sentence there's like five more sentences what do we need okay 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 i'm listening i'm listening, I'm listening. yep i did that to jared too so i i, I get it okay Protagonists tend to be vocal about their values, including authenticity and mm-hmm. altruism. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't help yourself. <laughs> when something strikes them as unjust and or wrong, they speak up. Mm-hmm. But they rarely come across as brash or pushy, as their sensitivity is inside an insight. Oh, sorry. Jesus. But they rarely come across as brash or pushy, as their sensitivity and insight guide them to speak in ways that resonate with others. Okay. All right. At first, I was going to disagree with that last sentence because I think you've you've. I don't I don't know you from like before, but I feel like you've you've taken steps to be like, nope, this is my boundary, respect it. Like this is my thing, respect it, or just like get out the way. Yeah. Like in a in a very healthy like way. Thank you. So it's taken me time to do that. I yeah. would I have not always been like that. It's hard. And they do say that people should take this sixteen personalities test throughout their life in different yeah. stages of their life because I took it like a few years back and I was like an ENTJ. Mm-hmm. Um, and I that- was still an INFP. But the difference now is like I'm slightly more introverted than I was then. Yeah. Go figure. Do you think that's due to COVID? Probably. Well, yeah, COVID and just like doing so many things that sometimes it's like I need to not and just like cloister myself to yeah. get that energy back. There's too many boxes. I feel like not, mm. not everybody's... 100% introvert or 100% extrovert. I think yeah. everybody has both, you know? You could yeah. have more more of one, like I have more extroverted than introverted. Yeah. But the way I describe it is like I'm an ambivert. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes Me I need too. to be around people to recharge, but sometimes I just need to like lock myself away in my house yeah. and watch Netflix for two days Yeah. before I have the social energy to talk to people and hang out with people again. Yeah, and that's why I appreciate the whole, uh, you know, the percentage scale on this. Just it's, it's nice to be able to see like, oh, no, maybe I'm not like this or maybe this is like a default pattern or, you know, what have you. Um, I kind of I am an ambivert, but I'm like, I don't know when I need that like extroverted stuff. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like surprised. I'm like, I, 
I default to that introvert. Like, I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to do anything. Leave me alone. And then I'm like, you know, I'm going to go do this thing on a whim. And then I'm like, oh, my God, I didn't know I needed that. Yeah. Oh, I feel better. I'm better at telling now when I need it. Like when I'm feeling like I'm peopled out, my mm-hmm. my social battery kind of just like declines. I could be mm-hmm. like this, the sucky part about this. I could be in a party or hanging out at a friend's house with other people. And then out of nowhere, I'm just like pumpkin. Meh. Yeah. <laughs> Literally turned into a pumpkin out uh-huh. of nowhere. It just like creeps up on me. It's like, hey. You're uh, peopled out now. Sorry, mm-hmm. I didn't give you a heads up, but it happened <laughs> right now. Like, you do not like fair. these people at this moment. You need to leave. And I'm just like, fuck, why did this happen? I was having a good time five minutes ago. <laughs> oh. You know? You know, it's okay. I think reach, reaching a limit's fine. Like, I, I'm not surprised that you, you're the cool kid. Like, I'm going to leave the party early. <laughs> yeah. When inside, like, it's more of like, I'm tired. <laughs> but nobody else knows that. Everyone's like, oh, she's got better things to do. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully people see it that way, not like, yeah. oh, Nicole turned into a pumpkin again. No, no, but, I don't think so. And then I also get the vice versa of that, mm-hmm. where I feel like mopey or depressed and down. I'm at, been, I, I've been at home for too long. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, I'm kind of down. Maybe being around other people will help. Mm-hmm. And it always does. Yeah. So as soon as I feel like myself getting down, it's like, it's people time. Yeah. Okay. What? what okay. What advice would you give me as someone who's like just unaware generally of like which one i need well if you're feeling down you know like if you feel kind of lethargic and kind of mopey it might i feel so called out right now. <laughs> well i think because we all have these moments right yeah. everybody even people listening like i feel like if you're having a moment of being lethargic or being mopey i think my advice would be go out for a walk first mm. even if it's like a two-minute walk and see how you if you perk up that walk Maybe go to the corner store and buy something and just say hi to the clerk. And just if yeah. seeing the clerk, what do they call him? I think it's cashier. Yeah. Why did I say clerk? What is it? No, 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 no. It's probably something fancy now, like uh, like food relational associate uh, something. I don't know. Like, uh, cash uh, register Ca- uh, uh, coordinator. Card liaison. Yeah, the card yeah. liaison. <laughs> you know, say hello to yeah. the card liaison. <laughs> and if just say hi to them perks yeah. you up, it's people time. Yeah. Aw. So that's what I always do. When I'm feeling down and I can't go hang out with people, I'll go out for a walk. I'll literally just go to a store and pick something up. And just that brief interaction just helps me. Huh. And I know some people hate small talk, so I avoid small talk. Because if somebody brings up the Mm. weather, I'm like, we know what the fucking weather (laughs) is. Look outside. It's either sunny or it's raining. We don't Mm. need to talk about it. We could just look at it. Like, I I hate small talk. I do. Even for an extrovert. Like, it's not just introverts that hate small talk. It's it's, everybody hates small talk. Yeah, but we don't really live in us. Okay, I specifically have a teacher who's from Italy. And one of the things that I remember talking to her about was like, how weird it was that people ask you how you are and like they don't actually want to know. It's just like a greeting, right? Like, so. Oh, yeah. That let's confuses stop people. doing that, y'all. <laughs> that confuses people from other countries as well because we do, we do do that. We're like, how are you doing? And then someone actually tells us and we're like, dude, we wouldn't want to hear it. Like, don't ask if you don't want to know. Because exactly. I'm the kind of person that will answer them. Mm-hmm. If someone asks me how I'm doing, I'm like, well, you know, I've been a little little down lately because of blah 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 and mm-hmm. they just look at me like uh i just wanted a good aura see i hate that because i'm the person who does like a double tap it was like how are you really yeah 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 how are or, you and really? when people answer with it's going you know there's something wrong yeah 
That's kind of my default answer. Anytime, anytime anything goes on at work, I'm like, it's going. Yep. That's a that's the I need help answer. That is the maybe just don't right now. That's the I need a fucking hug answer. Mm. But before we get too far off of the topic, um, I, I for uh, mediators, an ideal relationship of any kind is one in which both people feel comfortable sharing not only their wildest hopes and dreams, but also their secret fears and vulnerabilities. We're doing that right now for like public consumption, so that's pretty accurate. That's what it says? That's what it says. For your introduction? Jesus, that's yeah, dive I right mean, there's, in. There's one more. Like, I'm okay with this. Like, let's just, I am the dive, go in the deep end kind of You kinda don't stuff. say. Like, sort of last little bit. Few things make meat eaters more uneasy than pretending to be someone they aren't. With their sensitivity and their commitment to authenticity, people with this personality type tend to crave opportunities for creative yep. self-expression. Yep. <laughs> I agree. Not even going to wait on that one? No, you didn't wait for me. I don't fucking wait for you. <laughs> That's true, That's though. how we're doing this? Okay. That's how we're doing this. Okay. We're going to judge right. each other. All right. All right. What's the rest of yours? Okay. Um, these per- uh, for the ENFJ, these personality types have an uncannity, uh, uncannity, what uncannity. You, know, uncannity. you got some uncannity oh, to the Kennedy. right of you. Do you, need, do you need some of your candy? I do need some of the candy. <laughs> these personality types have an uncanny <laughs> ability to pick up on other people's underlying motivations and beliefs. At times, they may not even understand how they come to grasp another person's mind and heart so quickly. These flashes of insight can make protagonists incredibly persuasive and inspiring communicators. I kind of like, I think so. Which one do you want to dive into first? Or maybe I'll jumble it around and you tell me which one is a strength and which one's a weakness. Oh, I like this game. Okay, let's play that. All right, let's play And then I'll go for mine and then you tell me. Okay. Um, Okay, let's start off easy. Passionate. Strength. And, and, okay, I'm going to add and if it's true or not. Okay. Okay. Is it true? Passionate? Yeah. Yes. Okay. 110%. Okay. Emotionally vulnerable. I think that's both a strength and weakness, but I think it puts it in a weakness. Damn it. You got it right. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's both because being yeah. vulnerable is a good thing. Yeah. So I'm I'm not gonna say true or false for that one because it's it's both. Okay, and, and, and honest or dishonest, accurate or, or it's not. accurate. Okay, all right, all right. Um, shit. Ah, uh, I thought this game would be harder. <laughs> this should be like one of those interviews they did, did with like Machine Gun Kelly and uh, what's his face, uh, Pete Davidson, when they were mm-hmm. like doing the lie detector test. Mm-hmm. Like this is how this feels right now. Oh, we're being honest with each other oh, and open. Oh. See, I'm, I think you're just gonna get all of these. So no, keep going. Okay. Um. Uh, generous. It's a strength, mm-hmm. and it's true. Mm-hmm. Desperate to please. <laughs> it's weakness, and it's. I I think it's sometimes true. Huh. But it's not with me. I think it's because we're comfortable around each other, so you mm-hmm. don't have to go out of your way to like. You know, try to please me or impress me or anything, but I could yeah. see that being something that you do for other people. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so half half true. Yeah, because I haven't really seen you like that with other people, so it's hard for me to say yes or no. Yeah, and from my personal experience, then false. I I appreciate that. Yeah. I feel like 
I have grown or I'm growing out of that. Yeah. You know, it's a hard. This is just a box. This is a, yeah. okay. So these are I just, have to, yeah. we have to say like these personality tests are just generalizations, right? Yeah. They are very true because of the way you answered questions, but it's not 100% who you are. Yeah. You know? Who you are changes. It does. And, and I hopefully continues to keep yeah. changing, you know? I think these are mostly used to, it's an insight tool. Yes. To like kind of get to know yourself a little bit better and yeah. like kind of reflect on that. Like, yeah, I do do that. I think that's true about me. How can I use this to grow as a better version of myself? Okay. Right. I- I love that because, you know, when I'm sitting here and I'm looking through the strengths and weaknesses, I'm not just like, is that true? Is that not true? I'm like, what does it look like when I am, you know, way too creative? Yeah. Right? Like, when does that strength, I'm giving away the answer, become become a weakness? Or, you know. Right, with the both. Yeah. Like, unrealistic. Right. Which it, this is one I particularly have issue with because I don't know, from my point of view, I don't feel like anything's unrealistic. Like, yeah, fairy tales don't exist. But why the fuck not? Right. You know? Yeah. So why is that? I see, so I'm They're told over one. and over again for a reason because they help people connect. Yeah, they definitely do. So they, while they might not be true, they are a good way to connect with other people and tell a story. And this was what but, this is. We help, we yeah. helps us connect to others and yeah. ourselves Yeah, and tell a story to other people who we are. It's a story yeah. of us. It's a fairy tale Aww. of us. I love that. Even though it's not a fairy tale, I guess this is more of a true, this kind of a, 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 <laughs> a true story an bro? autobiography. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, this one is obviously a, a, a false weakness, self-critical. It's true. Damn it. <laughs> you can't answer the question you're asking me. I know, but I don't want that one to be true. But it's true. Ugh. You are very self-critical. I would say that's a weakness. It is a weakness. Okay, continue. Okay. Next one. Okay, all right. Um, let's see. Open-minded. It's a strength and it's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Open-mindedness uh-huh. with a the hint of stubbornness. <laughs> Just a little dash of Yeah, a little dash in there, but I love that about you. <laughs> okay. I love someone that challenges me. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, self-isolating. Weakness. True. Mm, not even going to pause on that one? No. Okay, fine. Um, and I believe the last one is unrealistic. Unrealistic? That's mm-hmm. l- literally what it says? Mm-hmm. That's uh, a weakness, but yeah. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't think it is. Yeah. From my personal experience, I don't think you've ever been unrealistic. Mm. Well... Well, wait, what? Okay. What do you mean raw? Well, what do you mean raw? What do you, what does that mean? Moving on to mine. What? Uh, no, okay, you can't just gloss <laughs> over that. No, nope, we're in it. We're in it. No. Nope, you want to nope. get into this right we, now? I want to get into this. Okay. okay, for me, my unrealistic says nothing in this world is perfect, and that can be difficult. That can be a difficult truth for mediators to accept. People with this personality type can be hopeless romantics with rose-colored visions of what their lives should be like. This can set up mediators for disappointment when reality inevitably falls short of their dreams. I don't want to lie to you, but I'm going to say that's pretty true for you, though. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Why? You have these big dreams, and I love you for that. You Uh have such big dreams, but sometimes, like, you do set yourself up for failure because you're like, this is the thing that has to happen. And if it doesn't, then you, like, get all down on yourself. Well, 
So I will agree with okay. yours, but thank you. All right. You. So, but thank you though. Uh-huh. At least we're being honest with each other. I appreciate the it's honesty. Good. It helps us grow as people. But like, I guess this is part of my struggles. Like, I don't know why that's a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, it's more, it places it as a bad thing or as a weakness because of the, the, uh, the side effects of it, right? Mm. Like being, getting down on yourself when you can't, like a mind, I can't solve yeah. all the world's problems, right? Yeah. If, I did try to do that, then I could see the fallout of that, like mm. getting mopey or depressed or whatever, right? Or like mm. for yours, like the fallout for yours would be getting depressed when the thing yeah. doesn't happen. So yeah. that's probably why it labels it as a weakness. Fine. So, okay, other one. Overly okay. idealistic. Uh, okay, that is a weakness. And I don't, I, that's false. I don't think you're overly idealistic at all. I, I, I don't know. I feel like you're... Uh, Again, I think I'm comparing you to me, and maybe that's a thing, but I feel like you're just grounded in realism. You're like, that's not a thing. You can't do that. But, I, but like, keep trying if you want. <laughs> I will say it is a weakness. It is listed as a weakness, but I will kind of partly disagree with you. Okay. Because for a very long time, I put expectations on other people um, to, like, have these very, for at least in my brain, it's like you should have as a person these very basic common sense like mm. visions or like as a person this is what you should have is common sense mm-hmm. and then i always get disappointed when they don't have these things right oh okay like fundamental principles i guess is what i meant to say like mm. you should have these fundamental princ- principles as a person and then i would be upset with them if they didn't have those hmm. so i would agree with it okay. partly but i'm better at not setting expectations of others anymore it's just this is just sounding more and more like I'm just you're just very healthy. You're just a very healthy person. It took years of therapy. Uh, oh, mm-hmm. another one. Condescending. Um, that is obviously a weakness. I don't um I don't think you've ever been condescending, at least to me. I don't I don't think that, that one's true. Thank you. I don't think so. It says, um, protagonist attempts, uh, people with this personality type enjoy teaching enjoy teaching others, particularly about causes and beliefs that matter so much to them. But at times, protagonists attempt to en- attempts to enlighten others may come across as patronizing, not the most effective strategy for persuading other people, unfortunately. Hmm. It's a useful thing to keep in mind. Yeah. You know, it's like if you don't know you're doing it, it's great to know. But yeah, I don't think that's true. There's I don't know. Audience, you tell us. Actually, don't tell us. I don't want to know. No, I tell me. I want to know. <laughs> I want to learn. So yeah. I, could, I could change or maybe not change for anybody, but like maybe. <laughs> Just be aware be, of it. Yeah, be aware of it. Maybe like help yeah. me become a better person. Yeah. And there's two more. There's two more. Um, things. Things. Intense. Um, That is. Uh, why is that? That shouldn't be a weakness. I know it's listed as one, but that should be. That's one of those strength and weaknesses. You know? Yeah, I agree. I'm like, why is intensity like a weakness? It, I'm, it I'm very means, intense, but it means you care. It's just, to me, intensity is like slightly misguided passion. Oh, you know, I like that. Yeah, there's nothing wrong. I with have it. so much love to give. <laughs> <laughs> That's great when you're in the mood for it. So it's like it's kind of just on the other person. Yeah, but. I I mean, I'm going to say it's true, but it's like these little bursts of like creative, like sparkles to me. Sparkles? Like, like, I, you know, like fireworks. Like when I think about your intensity, it's more like fireworks. Like you could see it like about to go off. It's never like, 
it's never like inundating me like oh my god why is this happening you i know? could be like that it depends on who i'm talking to i, I, I know jared will probably be like yeah because <laughs> i think it's because when i like since we've been together for such a long time it's mm-hmm. for me i like get on his case to like be a better person and mm-hmm. not that he's a bad person but you know what i'm saying like yeah like do better and yeah do all these things and yeah. get all your goals achieved. So I, I think I could be overly intense with him you're, sometimes. You're like a misguided cheerleader. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so yeah. true. Yeah. And then the last one's overly empathetic. That one is, should be a strength. Yeah. Screw this site. Yeah. <laughs> like this site. That should be a strength. And I think that is true. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I have a tendency to take on other people's problems as their own. That's what it says on the site. That's probably true. I do sometimes like try to help people with their problems. Yeah. Like we must solve this together. Yeah. And I take I've, that on. But again, as long as you recognize, like again, back to what I was saying, that what I appreciate, like as long as you're just like, hey, do you want to, do you want to problem solve together or do you just want me to listen? Yeah. I think as long as you have that, it's fine. Shit. Yeah. And that was the that was the sixteen personalities. Is there anything else you want to dive into for your sixteen personalities Myers Briggs test before we go on to the next one? Um, just that I found the history of it a oh. little interesting. That would actually be cool. Yeah, tell I actually didn't look into that. So, what's the Myers Briggs? Um, how did that come about and all that? Yes. All right. Okay. So I'll just give you the quick and dirty. It came about, it, it surprised me how relatively new it is. It's like it came about in like the mid, early 20th century. And to me, it just is so obvious. Uh, the story basically goes is that, uh, okay, and the story goes that basically like when Briggs met like their future husband, that they were just baffled by like how differently they Wait, see they the were, world. They were engaged together? No, it was, it was a woman. Oh, why did I Kath- assume it was a man? Probably Catherine, because it was back in the day. Everything, mm-hmm. everything was like made yeah. by a white man. So, so her name was Catherine Cook Briggs. Oh, mm. uh, uh, yes. And then she met her husband. Yeah, and they and they were intrigued enough to start like a literature review, and it got influenced uh, by a translation of of Carl Jung and all that, and that's kind of like where the first incarnation started to come from. But uh, I know that we did. Uh, a test that apparently is older. Can you tell me about that? Yeah. So, so wait. But before I go on to the, the next one, the mm-hmm. uh, so the Myers Briggs was only around for, I guess, a hundred years. About. Um, the first uh, instrument was published in 1962. Holy shit! So it's yeah, it's basically really new. new. So it's very very new. And then they they, and then it formed into all these types of uh, personalities. This, I guess these 16 personality types from yeah. that. I wonder if they had like less and then it grew over time. I'm sure it did, right? I, I mean, it's still growing. Uh, on my test, there was also another thing, assertive versus turbulent. Oh and yes, I, I had turbulence. Too much. Yeah, I had, I had. I had like six. That was I. I was like eighty percent turbulent. Really? Yeah. Well, that surprises me. I have fifty-one, and I thought it'd be like a hundred. Damn. Yeah. I thought I I'd be more assertive. assertive. I thought I would be more assertive because yeah. I'm a pretty assertive person. But I'm like, did it? Maybe it's reversed for us because I was like, I <laughs> you're definitely way more assertive. I than am assertive, I am. but I also have a hard time making decisions. Oh, but that's because I'm a Libra. I'm just oh. kidding. Oh my god! But to, people do want to like use their personality or as horoscopes an as an excuse for being a shitty person. Oh my god! First I of hate all, that. I hate the, that. the sun and the stars and the planets do not 
tell people to be shitty people, okay? So it's 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 not because you're a Libra, Susan. It's because you're a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Damn, tell her how you really exactly. feel. So don't use your star sign. Okay, this is just like a little... <laughs> public service announcement for people out here don't use your fucking horoscope or your personality type to uh, justify the shitty actions that you have taken in your life thank you anyways so the next test we took two tests we did and the, the first one was the 16 personalities as you know and this one is the it's called the anagram am i, I saying it right uh, maybe i'd never heard about this i was like the pentagram like... however you say it I, I never heard about this until you like sent me this. I was like, what the hell is this? Like what voodoo bullshit? It, I, I learned about it recently too, but apparently it's been a long, around for a long time. So I'll give you the brief um, the brief rundown for it. So the Enneagram is, uh, it's, I found it from the Truity sites, like truity.com. Mm-hmm. Um, the Enneagram is a system of personality typing that describes patterns and how people interpret the world and manage their emotions. The anagram describes nine personality types and maps each of these types in a, on a nine-pointed diagram, which helps to illustrate how the types relate to one another. Mm-hmm. The name anagram comes from the Greek ena, which is Greek is the Greek word for nine, and gramma, which means something that's drawn or written. Uh, this makes sense. I was like, um, yeah, I was like this is, I don't, whatever a nine-sided figure is. I was like, is that literally what it means? Yeah. So I thought that was cool. And then on the site, let me actually pull this up really quick. It says on the it says on the um, the website that we don't know the exact origin of the anagram, but we do know it has an eclectic history. Some assume ancient roots in Babylon around 4,500 years ago, while others place what? the origin in classical Greek philosophy around 2,500 years ago. What? Yeah. This model has been attributed to the Jewish Kabbalah? Kabbalah? Yeah, Kabbalah. Christian mysticism and Sufi... Sufism? 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 Is it? Is I've it, never I've heard never, that word. I've heard the word once in my life. A mystical form of Islam. In fact, it has been po- uh, posited that Dante apparently had a very good knowledge of the Enneagram since his, the characters in the Divine Comedy correspond largely to the Enneagram types. No shit. Yep. Are you serious? So that's what oh it says. Oh my God. Oh my God. Are each levels of hell like a personal like Enneagram? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I need to go back and like. Isn't that fucking dope? On that. So I just That's learned. Awesome. So I just learned that recently, and uh, out of the nine types, uh, when I took the test, mm-hmm. I was a what is it? I was in type eight, which they call a challenger. <laughs> Why are you fucking laughing? I'm not laughing at all. I'm not. I'm not laughing. I just. Yeah, you're not laughing. Okay. You know, Why are you, you know, laughing? Because I can already feel the truth coming. You don't even fucking read it. I didn't. But I think the name says it all. Like, and there's nothing to say that Challenger's good or bad. It's yeah. just like I'm a fucking Dodge, um, Dodge Challenger. Mm-hmm. Get ridden, bitch. Okay. Wait, that came, they came out wrong. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Stay in the episode. Uh, Stay in the episode. Get ridden, bitch. That could be. <laughs> What was yours? Okay. All right. Uh, oh, go ahead. But also, we don't have to keep this part in the episode. But as many times as you said, like, I just want to, like, fuck shit up. <laughs> as many times you're like, I'm just going to send this to fuck with them. Or, like, I'm just like, mm. mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with challenging the status quo. That's true. Yes. That's true. What was yours? I was type eight challenger. Right. You are? I am a type four. I am the individualist. 
I could see that. Yeah. Can you? Why? To, to be honest, I read parts of yours. Okay. But it'll be since you probably read the whole thing. I want to be able to uh-huh. toss these back and forth. Yes. Do you want to go through yours first again? No, no. I went first. You, you last time. You go first this time. Uh, fine. <laughs> fine. Okay. So I I only printed out like the key things because there was a lot to read. Yeah. If you want to know more about the type eight or the type four, or whatever type. Take the test Just yourself. Go to, yeah, go take the test yourself. It's on the Truity uh, website. I'll put a link in the description. Mm-hmm. We'll both put a link in the description for both of these tests, and you could go read more about these. But from these highlights, this says the key personality traits of the eight, independent and self-sufficient, um, fierce and confident look, fierce, <laughs> determination and stamina. Mm-hmm. I don't have stamina. I don't fucking went up a flight of stairs today. And I was like. (laughs) So I will say false for stamina unless Uh it's talking about a different type of stamina. It's a different type of stamina. Okay, because I have zero Mm -hmm. uh, physical stamina Mm -hmm. like right now. Um, Next one's very energetic and busy. Fiery passions and power. Stubborn and headstrong. And serious about control over environment. I think this is you to a T. <laughs> this is you to a T. Thank you. Please, uh, please tell me why. Um, which one? Which part? Which one do you have the most questions about? I don't have uh, questions, but what, why? Is there is there one that you disagree with? Serious about control over the environment. Let's go with that one. Okay. Um, I think you're good at letting things be what they are, but I do get a sense that you're just that there, there is a like. I w- I want things to be like this. Where where. Like, you're not like, why aren't things like this? It's just like, kind of wish that uh, this was this was, this was was uh, going on right now. I kind of wish that somebody would just know to bring me a donut before recording. <laughs> <laughs> I picked up on that without you even asking. And I brought you a donut before recording. I, I, that, I would say that's false. I think I, <laughs> like I said before, I think I have expectations of others, which I try not to have. Yeah. But yes, I, I think I do have serious uh, control about in my environment sometimes. Yeah. Like, I feel like things should be a specific way. Mm-hmm. And I get a little upset when they're not. Yeah. But yeah. I think everyone's like that to some degree. Yeah. It's just like, are you willing to roll with it or not? Yeah. I think that's the real takeaway there. And I think it's good to be aware of it, right? Yeah. Because yeah. like, again, these are not, these are just like generalizations. And I think maybe that's the strength of these kind of tasks is just like, the more we know about our personal strengths and weaknesses, the more we know like what to avoid or like even how to like sell ourselves in a certain way, like going for a job. Maybe it's a good thing. Maybe like you being overly empathetic, it might be the thing that gets you on the team, right? Oh, my like, God. Go to the interview and like, David, it looks like you need a hug. Come oh, here. Buddy. Bring it in, buggy. buddy. It's okay. You, know? you, you good. Yeah. Is it is it your kids? Is it your kids? It, you've had a rough week at work. Here, let yeah. me handle it. Yeah. And before I know it, it's like, wait, did I just fucking hire her? <laughs> yes. Uh, it's a superpower. Yeah. It is absolutely a superpower. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm there already, like, helping David. And he's like, I don't remember hiring her, but she's here. It, you know, you never know what the draw is for other people. Like, I can't tell you how many, like, friendships have started out just being like, hey, you don't look so good. How are you? How are you really? Yeah. And you just sit there and chat and then. I think people crave that. Like the, do. the true raw like form of your being. Yeah. You know, some people are just afraid to open up too. So I think when people are open and honest, you know, 
there's two things that could happen. Either people run away from that. It's like, no, this person's being too suspicious, being open <laughs> and honest. Yeah. Or the other way is like, wow, somebody's being super real right now. I want yeah. to have somebody like that in my life because everybody else is so fake. Yeah. It yeah. depends what you want to gravitate. Like, yeah. I am saying that like tends to gravitate towards like. It's true. That um, if you are an authentic, open-minded person, you tend to find those people. And if you don't, then the, those others weren't meant to be in your yeah. life anyway. I think it depends on what stage in your life you are. Like yeah. p- back in back in the day. Yeah, let me t- tell me about young you. <laughs> like back in the day, like, not even like super young, young. like early twenties, like tell teenager me. and twenties. It was like yesterday. It feels like it, but it feels like a long time ago actually. Oh. But but yeah, in my like late teens, early twenties, I would say that I was more of a quantity over quality kind of person. I just wanted mm. to hang out with everybody and um, have a good time. Mm. I didn't really care too much about yeah. being real or or whatever, right? But now I care more about qu- quality than quantity. Like mm. I don't want fake shit in my life. Yeah. I want people who are real with me. Yeah. And so when I find somebody who is like willing to be vulnerable and real, I... I hold on to those people. I'm like, you are my people now. Yeah. Yeah. It's audience. You are our people. Yeah. You know, um, let's, let's, uh, get into your key personalities. All right. So my traits are apparently a distinctive inner and outer presentation. Apparently. (laughs) Apparently. Uh huh. Uh huh. I see. I hear. I like before I even started reading it. You hear the challenger. I see. (laughs) I see the faces. I can like hear the sounds. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay, uh, prominent artistic outlets. Yup. Quirky and endearing. Yes. <laughs> melancholic expression. Yeah. Strong sense of identity. May feel a sense of emptiness. Passionate about self-expression. I agree with all of these. Son of a bitch. That's good, though. <laughs> I know, but. Uh, it's who you are. I know. Don't fight it. It's who you are. Uh, Not to a T, obviously. Okay. You know, you know, I think, okay. I am only begrudging it just because I do have that moment of like, when can I just be like everybody else? You know, that grass is always greener stuff. Yeah. yeah. I, and that was my like early, like late teens, early 20s. is like this whole like FOMO thing. Like, oh, why can't I have a boyfriend? Like blah, blah, blah. And then I'd like end up going on these horrible dates with these horrible people. And then like, then I'm like, why? Why does nobody like me? And it was like, then I'm like, now I'm like, I'm totally good being alone. I don't give a fuck. Yep. And also, like, how fucked up would it have been to, like, had I been in a relationship with a person like that? Really? You wanted that? hmm So, yeah. Good with who I am, who I am now. I like who you are now. <laughs> I do, too. Um, for the core values of the type eights, it says, and you, you tell me what you think. You okay. could. I almost feel like next time, next time we'll, like, mix it up and then we'll, like, guess which one of us it's true for oh man that sounds like a like very hard game yeah next time okay 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 for and you could tell me what you think i'll i'll stop at each one and you're like yeah or whatever okay um competence influence power and control mm-hmm. challengers crave respect as opposed to status or being liked by the group i don't know i think that's moderate i think that you want a bit of both but you definitely prize respect over like, if you had to choose, I think you would choose respect over power. 
Yeah. 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 Uh, challengers are set to make an impact and won't back down. They pride themselves on their strength, honesty, and the truth. And that's what I love about you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Challengers also possess an extremely strong inner sense of justice. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> you didn't even let me answer. Sorry. Answer for answer. That's true, though. It's all good. That's all good. Loyalty also plays a major role in the oh, challenger's yeah. value system. They're devoted to those who have proven themselves over time and will stand by them until the end, through hell or high water. Yuck. You're my ride or die, bitch. <laughs> So Dodge true. Challenger. Oh my god. Oh, that could be a that good was... <laughs> that could be a good one. Dodge Challenger. Ride or die, bitch. <laughs> oh my god, yes, please give us a sponsor. <laughs> this is not an ad. <laughs> when a not yet. <laughs> and the last one says when danger comes and their loved ones are in trouble, the challenger will confidently stretch their wings to protect them. Hmm. Yeah. That's beautiful. Well, yeah. yeah. I don't have any wings because, you know, Oh, yeah. I'm a fallen angel. Aww. Just kidding. <laughs> what about yours? Prove me wrong, core values. Prove me wrong. All right. Authenticity and self-expression are the pinnacle of the individual's ex- existence. Fuck. Um, their ultimate goal is for the world to recognize and appreciate their whole unique identity. Fuck. Um, they strongly believe in their striking difference from others should always be consistent. Mmm... Succumbing to trends, quote unquote, would be considered the ultimate act of self betrayal. <laughs> yeah. I agree with that. Fuck you. Why are you so mad about it? I don't know. I just. I, you know what it is? It's like, I think it's infringing on my uniqueness by getting it so apt. I think that's probably what it is. Fuck you for being correct. Fuck you for being so accurate and making my uniqueness less unique. I don't know. It says it's one of the last, like you, the, the least uh, had yeah. one, right? Yeah, it's like eleven percent. Yeah, and of that, only like five, four or five percent are men. Exactly. You should feel very unique right I know. now. Okay, but okay. Conversely, with all this, like some of the people that I saw who like are like popular INFPs or like this type are like Kurt Cobain and Amy Winehouse and stuff like that. I was like, ah, the path ahead does not look good for me. Yeah. So that's, I think that's also where it comes from. It's like, ah, but I get it. It's like this whole, this world is hard and I want to escape, you know? Yeah. I get that. I get that. But there's some work to do here. So no. Yeah. It's a good self-awareness tool. Okay. And the last thing is, uh, Let's talk about um, our types when they're healthy, average, or unhealthy. Okay, but first, do you feel right now you are in a healthy space or an unhealthy space? I feel like I am in a average slash healthy space. Okay, all right. So I don't feel like I'm at my healthiest, but I don't feel like I'm in even close to an unhealthy space. Okay. How about you? Um, I feel, <laughs> fuck, if I'm honest, probably more like, unhealthy average yeah just because you know that unrealistic thing yeah creeps in i'm like i just want things to work out that's why i had to call you out a little bit hopefully i didn't prod <sighs> too hard no it's it's legit and sometimes it just gotta be reminded yeah you know? it's okay yeah but i am stubborn because i think it's a good thing yeah <laughs> yeah but, okay 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 so Type 8s, when they are healthy, 8s can be a champion of ideas for those who are oppressed. 
They're strong and confident leaders who can be the backbone and driving force for causes and communities. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, when they are average, eights are competitive and may view friendships or business relations as a battlefield, always looking for the next challenge to win. I don't agree with any of that. Like, I'm trying to figure out a way in which that is true. I don't agree with any of that, actually. Like, I don't view my friendships or business oh. as a battlefield. What? Okay, okay, okay. Love How- is a battlefield. <laughs> ba <Ba-na-ba-na-ba-na. laughs> Is that your theme song now? I guess so. Uh, okay, okay. How do you, okay. I know you like to do like project management. Yeah. Like managing the, the, the stuff that goes on, right? Like maybe that is your version of the battlefield. Like managing expectations, managing like how and maybe when things get done. Like it's, it doesn't have to be like, uh, like an affront to anybody, right? It's just like, oh, here's a complex problem. How do I how do I tackle it? How do I challenge this thing? Yeah, you know? but the way it writes it, it's, it's like, that it's weird. Sound, Looking for the next way to win. It sounds win. aggressive. It does. Yeah. And then it says when they are, uh, when eights are unhealthy, uh, they can become tyrannical and intimidating, scaring mm. others off at the first glance. They become addicted to pursuit of power and will destroy anything blocking their way with fury. What the fuck? <laughs> I do. I, I will say that I like when I am when I have my sights set on something, mm-hmm. I will not stop at anything to like make sure my mm-hmm. my dreams come true, like to to get my goals done. Mm-hmm. But I will never like hurt anyone in the process of doing that. Yeah. So I don't know if the way they wrote this is like just bad or if uh, I don't or if it's just like, uh, you know, like I said, it's, it's a generalization, but yeah. it, it doesn't feel. To me, it doesn't feel very accurate. What do you think? I don't know. That's that's a rough one. I don't think that. Um, but my only like thing with that is like when you're in an unhealthy headspace, and like I can I can say this from like a complex PTSD perspective, you kind of don't see the damage you've done. Yeah. So. I don't think it's true, but maybe on some level it could be, and we just can't see it. Yeah. Well, that's probably true for me. Whatever mine is, I I just waiting for it to destroy me. Whatever this unhealthy version of me, I'm dreading this. Well, whatever. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> the, before I go on yours, I'm just mm-hmm. gonna say like, yeah. If this is true, at least I have. Uh, it's been brought to my attention by reading this, and now I could like be mindful yeah. if I'm doing any of these things, whether healthy, average, or unhealthy. Yeah. So I will just keep, you know, mindfulness on it. I, uh, you know what? I appreciate these last three because it's like it's a uh, it's a nice barometer. Because we'll see after I read mine. Maybe I feel mentally I'm in this unhealthy space, and maybe I'm not. When they are healthy, force create thought provoking and groundbreaking works of art that shift perspective towards the greater good. I would say that's true for you, actually. Oh. You 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 make great things. That was that was a sound. <laughs> I don't. It's, it sounded like micro sometimes. microwave popcorn that has been in there for a little too long. <laughs> oh, that is my like. It's hard to take compliments. Sound oh. or like it's like I don't know how to very popcorny. I don't know how to deal with this, so I'm just going to acknowledge it with a weird sound and then move. <laughs> that's what that means. We should upload that sound to like a <laughs> YouTube library and just call it oh, overcooked popcorn. No. Uh, All right. Probably. <laughs> average? Okay. When they are average, 
Fours let out their stress through creative outlets and may bond with a community of like-minded people to gain inspiration and support along the way. Shit, that's real. That's true. That's Why is yours true. written so nicely? Mine's we like, you are a bitch. Un- you run people over. We haven't gotten to the unhealthy part, okay. which is what I'm most worried about. All right. Oh, it's fuck. Okay. When they are unhealthy. I don't want to be. <laughs> okay. When they are unhealthy, forwards become excessively moody, depressed, and fragile. They can develop an extreme tendency to ruminate, which is intrusive to their natural creative energies. In extreme cases, they may lose their grip on reality and resort to extreme sensory coping mechanisms such as alcohol and hallucinogens. Mm. I will agree with all of that, all of yours, except for the alcohol and hallucinogens. I don't know you as the person to like do drugs or alcohol, really. But I understand the pull. I think it's because like I, I I'm fascinated by psychology. Yeah. That I know that when somebody often reaches for like alcohol, hallucinogens, whatever, and probably mine is like honestly like drinking a lot of Mexican cokes and <laughs> eating lots of M and M's like that whole Your Mexican cokes are your hallucinogens. Yeah, it, it is. It's like that just like sensor of like I just wanna like feel good, I just wanna feel okay. Like it is your way of reclaiming some power back. Yeah. So, yeah, that's probably my version of that. Yeah. Yeah. Just cuz I don't I don't I don't I don't like losing my sense of reality. It's, right. It's rough, but I you know, I have been in a spot where like Oh, okay. I guess this is going to be uh, really honest. Uh, I mean, when I've had like some serious like like it was often triggered by like break, breakups cuz relationships can be hard because you know you, you you finally feel in a place where you can trust someone and then then you find out that was never the case uh you know that has physically broken me i i will quickly share this story um i told you about an abusive relationship that i was in uh and it was crazy and insane um and I literally felt like I was getting what I could only describe as like a soul infection. Like I was literally losing my grip on reality. Like nothing felt real. I didn't feel real. I would like cry in a ball in the middle of this living room floor. And, you know, I, you know, I love Winston, my cat, so much because uh, <laughs> when I did that, he bit me. And was like, Meow. he was like, get your shit together. Yeah, it was like a cat. I'm, I'm not kidding. It was like, stop. It was just, he was just telling me to stop doing it, and that like anchored me, in a way that I was not expecting. So, that's my story. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Thank you for sharing that. But, but as we close out this episode, what are your takeaways? I guess from these two tests that we took, like your we- general takeaways. That they are nice little frameworks. And I think with anything, never let something be your identity. Like, if you are gay, that is one facet of you. Yeah. If, if you are extremely extroverted, it doesn't mean that you don't need those, like, times by yourself to have some introspection. So take everything and, you know, just be aware of your strengths and weaknesses. Exactly. That's beautiful. Yeah. Mm. Because like I said, it's a generalization. It's not 100% 
who you are. You are beautiful and imperfect and complex. You are perfectly imperfect. So perfectly imperfect. If you like this episode, share it with your community. You can also help us grow by subscribing and leaving a review wherever podcasts are available. And if you would like to continue this conversation about this imperfect matter, check us out at ImperfectCast on Twitter. Stay imperfect. And remember, you matter. Until next time, get tested. tested.